Hi, it's Hayley Rasso. You're listening to the official women's edition Everton podcast. Hi and welcome to the official women's edition Everton podcast. My name's David Thompson. I'm Sarah Halpin. Over this series of podcasts, we're going to be introducing you to each of our new sign-ins for the 2020-2021 season. Our first ever podcast will feature our new Aussie signing, Hayley Rassol, who joins us from Brisbane Raw in January. So we are here today, not too far at all from Goodison Park, and I'm absolutely delighted to say that I'm joined by one of Everton's new sign-ins, well, sort of new. <laughs> She's actually been here since January, and we'll go on to talk about that. But I'm joined by Hayley Razzo. Hayley, for those listening who don't know that much about you, I don't know why you wouldn't, to be honest with you, but do you want to just tell tell our Evertonians listening a little bit about yourself and your career so far? Yeah, sure. So I'm from Australia, obviously. Um, play for my national team. Started playing soccer when I was eight. Have travelled around, been to two World Cups. Um, my next goal is to go to the Olympics. Uh, and I'm just really excited to be here. Well, we're super, super excited to have you here. And just how excited are you to, to make your full debut for Everton? Obviously, when you first came here back in January, you had an injury. You, you injured, your, you broke your nose. And so you weren't able to, you weren't able to come and play for Everton yet. And then, of course, we had the, the global pandemic as well. So you're eagerly anticipating making that debut for Everton. Do you feel that having to wait has made you that mo- much more hungry for it? Yeah, definitely. Uh, basically feels like third time lucky because, <laughs> you know, I was meant to come over, broke my nose, had to stay in Australia and have surgery. Um, and then COVID happened. Uh, so I'm finally here. Uh we just had photos and, uh, you know, I had the kit on and I was saying that, like, I didn't want to take it off. I'm just buzzing and, and really excited to finally get out there for the first game. Well, this is something I can tell from meeting you a couple of times already, Haley. that the Evertonians are absolutely going to adore you. Um, I think it's been the same wherever you've gone. Obviously, Portland Thorns, I just want to talk about them really quickly as well, because... For people, you know, the, the game in England, I think, is growing at a really exciting pace. But, you know, in the States, what just what were the crowds like there? You'd get, what, 20,000 at home games? Yeah, 20 plus thousand at every game. Um, the fans in Portland are incredible. They turn up every single game. It, you know, it doesn't matter who we're playing, what the weather's like. They'll be there um, supporting us. But they really are phenomenal. They they're cheering you on all the time. They they're even coming out to just open training sessions. So, yeah, it's it's another level over there, and it's it's really exciting to play in front of such a such a huge crowd every week. Well, I'm really hoping. Obviously, given the situation right now, unfortunately, there aren't going to be any fans at Walton Hall Park for the time being. But if we can hopefully, you know, when we can get fans into the stadium again, do you you hope to see the Evertonian fans, you know, acting like that and cheering you on? Like, do you think we can get an atmosphere? I think there'll be a few less than 20,000. Walton Hall won't won't hold quite that many. But if we can get a good two and a half thousand in there, I think we can get it rocking like Portland Thorns fans did. Yeah, for sure. No, I'm I'm really excited to meet all the Everton fans. You know, it's a new environment for me and and to come out and play in front of a new group who I guess uh, don't know me yet, it's it's an exciting thought. And Haley, something that happened that was not only career changing for you but life changing um, was when you know 
not too long ago, you got an injury to your back. You playing in, in the States, you fractured three vertebrae in your back um, and you, you feared you might never walk again. And I've got to say, you know, seeing the footage of that and it, it's really quite shocking to see and I find I can only watch it actually knowing that you've knowing that you've come through it um to now and I think people listening to this need to realize that Haley from from thinking she might never walk again within 12 months was playing for her country in a world cup in France that just absolutely blows me away um true true inspiration you know it's 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 an honor to be talking to you about it, to be honest, and to be sat with you. How do you feel that that, you know, do you feel that that's changed you as a, as a person and, and how you play and how you live your life, I guess? Yeah, uh, it definitely challenged me uh, mentally and physically. It It's still hard for me to talk about um, I because of what I went through and, and, and how tough it was. Um, but the whole time I was in hospital, um, I can just remember thinking that I want to play in the World Cup. So I am sat in bed. I couldn't even roll over. I actually couldn't get out of bed. I couldn't walk. I couldn't do anything. But I was like, I'm going to play at the World Cup. I just knew it. And so like every day that I had to do my rehab, whether that was, you know, physical therapy or occupational therapy, I just had this like goal in the back of my mind. So just taking a step or just rolling over in bed or whatever it was that I was doing was all to lead me to the point of being able to play at the World Cup so when I got selected after you know battling back from that injury when I got selected into the squad it was just like it was just a dream for me to to be back there. I don't think anybody can watch those videos without getting emotional when they see you step onto that pitch again and you only went and scored didn't you? Yeah My first game back after my, my injury, yeah, I'd just been subbed on and I think like within my first touch or something, I scored a goal and it, it was just like unreal. For me, it was, you, you could only imagine that everything would turn out that way and it did. So it was incredible. I think that is something that you, you, you know, a fil- you could make a film about something like that. It's like the stuff of, you couldn't write it, could you? You've gone through such a traumatic time and, you know, there you are coming back on the pitch wearing your golden jersey and scoring a goal against New Zealand as well which I'm sure I'm sure you quite enjoyed that one um and yeah so I I appreciate it's a difficult thing for you to talk about but I feel it's such a a powerful story and and one that I've certainly drawn a lot of strength uh from and yeah I think Evertonians are just going to take to you even more for that and I remember seeing the videos of one of your teammates had you on FaceTime and seeing Mm. all the fans chanting there's a lot of love for Hayley Rasso. Um, do you think that, that you're going to bring the, the, the hype over here as well? I've, I've got a lot of friends who support other teams in the WSL and they're really jealous right now. They're, <laughs> they, they, they're massive Rasso fans and they're really gutted that, that we've got you and uh, they're just going to have to admire you from afar, I guess. <laughs> but you're hoping to, to set, set the league alight with some of your Aussie friends as well? Yeah, definitely. Um... You know, I think I just give 100% every game and I think that's kind of why people are drawn drawn to the way I play. Um, but there are a lot of Aussies in the league and I just think we, we have a lot to prove and, and want to show ourselves in this league. So we're all looking forward to, to getting out there and, and playing. I know a couple have, but a lot of us haven't yet. So yeah, it'll be great when we can play. I can't wait to see you play. And speaking about Australians as well, an Australian that 
every single Evertonian is just in adoration for is a good friend of yours, Tim Cahill. Um, now, how much did he have to do with bringing you to the club? I know he, the, the guy just loves Everton, doesn't he? Did he did he give you a nudge towards Goodison Park, eh? <laughs> yeah, no, he does. And speaking to everybody, he's such a legend here. Um, yeah. I just look at him as a friend, but I know um, how big he is and, and what an amazing person he is. And I spoke to him and... He spoke so highly of the club, of the staff. Um, he said it was a culture that I'd fit into really well and he could see me here and it was pretty easy for me to decide to come uh, after speaking to him. And I spoke to him about it. I believe the club spoke to him about me just to you know, gather what kind of person and player I was. So yeah, it all worked out well in the end. Well, thank you, Mr. Tim Cahill. He's still looking after us even now, isn't he? <laughs> Absolutely love that. No, in all seriousness, it's brilliant to have you here and, and no doubt you'll go on to be another Australian legend for the club. Um, players, sorry, people that did guide you, of course, to the club, none more so will be than Willie Kirk, the manager. How influential was he in, in bringing you here and how good has he has he been with this team? You know, I've seen the transformation over the couple of seasons he's been here. Um, are you excited to play under this manager and see what we can go on to achieve under him? Yeah, I'm really excited to play under him. I got in conversations with him last year and we were staying in touch and chatting a lot and the way he spoke about the club and the ambitions he had for the club and, and you know, the drive he has, it's it's incredible to see and... He's brought in some really good signings and I think that shows um, where he wants Everton to go as a team and it's exciting to be a part of something like that and I think it's going to be a really good season and a special one at that. Oh, you're getting me excited already for the season. I, I'm, I was excited already. I'm getting even more so. I'm grinning from ear to ear here because as well, I'm rubbing my hands together. We have got a tasty fixture that is actually hanging over from, from last season. The FA Cup quarterfinal against Chelsea, which will be taking place in September. What would it What would it mean to you if you could come here now and, and lift a trophy, get to Wembley and lift a, lift a trophy with Everton? Yeah, that's the plan. Uh, yes. It's it's exciting to play, you know, the season, but then to also have the cups as well. Um, I've never played in a team where you, you play in cup games throughout the year, so um, I'm really excited. And for me to, to be able to play against uh, Sammy Kerr and have, <laughs> yes. have one over the Australian would be nice, so I'm looking forward to it. I think that's a, a battle that everybody is keenly looking forward to watching. We actually, I, I remember saying, I thought we got away with one last time because when it was due to be played, I don't think Sam could play. And I thought, ah, oh, she's going to miss that one. But now, no, it's definitely, we're not getting away from her this time. That was a league game, actually, I think. Yeah, that was the game. That, I think I was due to play before everything happened so I was meant to be around for that that was meant to be my first game and the, oh it wasn't it just wasn't to be but we'll see like two Australian heavyweights going head to head hopefully it will be our Hayley Razzo who comes out on top um you've mentioned about the new players and stuff how how have they settled in and I guess how have you settled in and found the rest of the girls have you found Everton a, a welcoming place to be how have you settled in yeah, I'm absolutely loving it. The girls have been so wonderful, so friendly. I've made a lot of friends already. Um, I've settled in really well. The new girls feel the same. We, I've, I've hung out with them a few times and, and we just talk about how great it's been for us to come in as new players um, and just being able to gel with everybody. It's, you know, having those relationships off the field then helps um, bring the team together on the field too. So it's exciting. 
I, I love to see it. And you can tell that there is very much a strong team spirit at the moment within Everton and a, and a real excitement and a real hunger and a real belief that this is a team that's going to go on to to you know be back where we belong which is at the top and and win things again um do you think that with yourself and the signs that have come in you know the likes of Valerie as well prolific striker for France like and Izzy Christensen still yet to kick a ball you think this team I believe we can we can go on to to get back to the top and champ you know Champions League cups yeah definitely and I think the important thing is that uh, everybody's feeling the same. Everybody mm-hmm. has that drive and everybody has that goal to be at the top. So um, bringing in new signings, then also having Izzy and myself who are basically new signings as well. <laughs> um, there's, yeah, there's a lot of new players and, and a lot of new learning to do. But I think, like I said, we've all got a common goal and that's and that's to be at the top. So um, we'll just keep working away at that. Brilliant. You, you know, you're no stranger to, to winning things as well, of course, most notably the NWSL. Um, and you got MB, MVP as well as voted for by the fans. How they, do you feel that just says a lot about your character as well, that you do give everything? And I've seen in a lot of your interviews and just from watching you play as well, you are a tenacious player, I'd say. You're aggressive. You give everything for that shirt and... Uh, yeah, you'll bring that here, no doubt, and uh, be getting MVPs for Everton and hopefully lifting trophies too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that would be nice. Uh, no, it was it was amazing to win uh, with Portland. It was it was such a highlight of my career, um, winning that championship game, and then to be noticed by the fans for you know the effort you're putting in. It's it's really special. So um, that was really touching for me. But um, like I've said too many times, I'm just really looking forward to it. I kind of. I'm sick of waiting for the first game because I just want to get out there and get the first game done with and, you know, play with my new team. So I bet. And, you know, just going back to as well, your time playing in America, um, you actually ended up getting waived from Washington Spirit and <laughs> you came back <laughs> to to go on and, and lift the, you know, lift the trophy. Do you feel that things like this, you've, you've had so many moments in, in your career where, you could, if you had a different mindset or a different mentality, you could maybe just think, I'm going to, like, not play or look at something else. What What would you say to any, like, young girls, young boys, anybody who's plays the game and maybe suffers setbacks like, like you have? You, you surely are the prime example of don't let anything and don't let anybody ever tell you that you can't because you can. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think, you know, for me, when I got waved from... From Washington Spirit, I kind of just wanted to prove people wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I went to Portland, I I just like had a lot to prove, um, and it's all about mentality, I think. So for young people out there, you know, struggling or, or going through setbacks, you know, if you if you believe it, if you think you can, if if you put your mind to it, you'll be able to achieve it. There's there's so much you can do if you have the right mindset. I love that so much, Haley. You're a true inspiration. Um, and I'm sure so many people are going to get so much from listening to you and, and watching your story and watching you play. Um, just want to bring it back to some of the girls now as well. You obviously, you must have a new uh, house here. Who are you? Who is your house housemate now at Everton? Yeah, so I'm living with Lucy. Yes, um, <laughs> we love Lucy. Yeah, it's great. Um, we get along well. We're both pretty chill. Um it's, it's really nice, um, and her accent's great, too. Half the time I'm like, what did you say? <laughs> no, it's, it's been really good. I was actually going to bring up the accent things. We've got quite a few Scottish people around Everton, and we've got Scousers, we've got 
Welsh, we've got Northern Ireland, we've got Dutch, we've got French. It's quite a mixed bag, isn't it? Yeah, there's a lot. There, it's it's really interesting, actually. There is so many accents. Even speaking, you know, to the English girls, they say that, oh, listen to that English accent. That's Scouser. That's this. That's and I'm just like, I don't. I can hardly even understand. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, it's. There's a lot of us, even even myself, I don't think I have an accent, but I guess I do. Uh, we, yeah, you definitely got an accent. I love I love an accent, to be honest, but we've got to get you speaking Scouse. We actually, me and Davey actually had you before uh, trying out a bit of Scouse, and, and I've got to say, I was very, very impressed, very weren't impressed. we, Davey? Yes, it was yes. good. Should we put you on the spot and get you to do it, or are we no, not going to do that? We're not going to do that to her. Let's, let's just tell them it was good and we'll leave well, it at Yeah, her. let me Honestly, tell you, chicken. it was boss, guys, honestly. <laughs> Honestly, I genuinely thought Haley had left the room and some scouse, scouse girl had come in. And, I'll take that. Yeah, it was it that. was brilliant, wasn't it, Davy? It and... was absolutely fun. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, me and you, I was fortunate enough to meet you last week, and we went for a coffee. Um, I know you're doing some photography stuff in town. I love that as well that you've taken the time to get to know the city. Um, you know, we, we got some shots of you by the the Cavern Club and the rest of it. Um, how how are you finding how are you finding the city of Liverpool? I really like the city. I wasn't sure when I first came over here what it was going to be like. I thought it'd be really different to Australia, but it's really beautiful. I love the water. Um, you know, and then the city's actually once you go into the city where the shops and stuff are, it's like quite nice and modern and. There's a lot of places to eat and get coffee and restaurants and and that's a big tip for me uh, as an Aussie. I like my food, so um, no, it's been really good. Definitely, and yeah, Liverpool is a belter for food and for coffee as well. And this is a bit of a weird question for you. So you <laughs> you love cats, right? And this is going to coffee, right? <laughs> what is the name? Because I've, I've forgotten there. it. I've been to the cat cafe. Oh my gosh, that isn't even... I've literally been to the cat cafe as well. Let's Right, we're going to get some content there for you guys. Me, Hayley and Davey are going to go to the cat, the cat cafe at some point. But I was actually going to ask you about... And I've forgotten the name of the, of the species Luar. it is. Kopi Luar. Oh, Kopi Luar. Because cool. you, uh, you've had this, Davey. Yeah, yeah. So this is where it's a species, it's almost like a cat, right? And they feed them berries, is that right? <clears throat> they eat the uh, coffee beans, the coffee cherries. Coffee beans. And then they digest it and then they... Pass them on. Pass them on. And then you punch in a coffee outside. No. And a pa- it's really nice. He's tried. Really? He's tried I've it. And apparently, it apparently it's like expensive as well yeah, it really is. wow and it was good yeah it's lovely yeah I, I can't i can't say that that's something that i'd try we're gonna we'll, yeah, tr- we'll, we'll think about that one. We'll, we'll think about that one that's one that's one for future but no you do you do love your animals as well Haley. you've got a cat as well haven't you i saw you posted the other day for international cat day Cats or dogs? What are you going for? Cats. Ah, it has to be. It, <laughs> it has, has to be. Yeah, I've, I've seen a lot of them. What's his name? Moe. He's very cute. I've seen Moe and he is very he cute. Is, he he cute looks like a cat. lion. He's yeah. gorgeous, isn't he? Yeah, Absolutely no gorgeous. Vegemite, yes or no? Yes, big oh, yes. I really want to try Vegemite. Oh, it's the best. Is it, but is it like, does it taste like Marmite? No, it is it way to- better than Marmite. Is it different? Is it like Marmite's similar? disgusting. I'll let you try some. It's yeah, it's right. Delicious. You've got to bring one to, 
to the next game and but I'll try some. If you're not Australian, you tend to not like it. It's but I like Marmite, so... Yeah, you can try it. We'll get you on some well, scouse or something. We'll get Vegemite and I'll bring the Kopi Luwak. Yeah. <laughs> if you get some, I'm not spending money on... <laughs> Koala bears or kangaroos. Oh, they're both so yeah. cute. <laughs> if you had I... to pick one. Oh. oh, they're both so cute, but I think kangaroo... Do you? Yeah, do. That's an interesting just, one, actually. Yeah. I love kangaroos, but I think... Koala is just... I don't think there's many things cuter than a koala Koalas bear. Koalas are cute to cuddle, but kangaroos just, like, so Aussie. Like, yeah. so known. Do you know what I love as well? They're just hench. Like, they've got actual guns of steel. Like, <laughs> they, and... like, fight people. <laughs> yeah, I've got <laughs> so much. Animals. They're boss. It's like, they literally look like humans, like, scrapping and stuff. I've the got a lot of time for them. Though. Oh, they're so cute. Yeah, when they're babies, they're definitely yeah. cute, 100%. But you're right, like, you think kangaroos... Australia, yeah. don't you? And Tim yeah. Kale, even the blue kangaroo. Yeah, I need to. I need to bring that one out. Oh, oh Haley! Haley is taking over. I just did my video shoot, and they said goal celebration. I should have brought out the Timmy. There's I? still time. Listen, and you know Timmy would be all over that. You know he'd love that. You're continuing his his legacy at Everton with the with the corner flag oh, beating up. Yeah. yeah, I have to chat to him about that one. See if he. Thinks it's all right. <laughs> he, I'm sure he won't mind passing on the book to you, Haley. I'm sure he wouldn't mind. You, you're definitely more than qualified. But we always joke that we say that the corner flags at Goodison Park were the only ones that were happy to see Tim Kale, like when he when he moved on, because <laughs> they just took the battering from him yeah, all the time. Brilliant. But no, he was absolutely brilliant. Is there any unknown facts that we may not know about you? I'm studying to be a paramedic. I've wanted to be a paramedic ever since I was really little, and nothing's kind of changed my mind. So even becoming a professional soccer player and playing at the top, in the back of my mind, I still know that when I'm not playing anymore, that that's what I want to do. And I think just helping people, I've always just been drawn to it. So um, being able to, you know, study part-time and play is just kind of like ticking it all off for me. I saw an interview of a Q&A where you've got, is it six six siblings? So yeah, I have two older brothers and four step-siblings, which I absolutely love. It's Big family is just the best. You can't beat a big family, can you? You get a lot of that in Liverpool as well, don't you, Davey? Big families. Um, and, yeah, that's a, I think that's a, a lovely thing, that they're the ones that drive you forward. And, um, you know, I'm sure they're all extremely proud of you uh, undertaking this, this next chapter in your career. Very, very brave. You know, you've been from a young age you've traveled the world you've you've gone out and you've you've done your thing you've played with the best in the world as well Tobin Heath she's good pal of yours as well right yeah they're all uh, the girls from the Thorns were great you know Christine Sinclair Tobin Heath Lindsay Horan just amazing players incredible athletes it was it was great to be able to train day in day out with such quality really Hayley thank you so so much for for talking to us today it's been a true like pleasure and honestly a privilege as well and thank you for speaking so openly with us as well about everything cannot wait to see you get started and start pinging in those goals for the toffees <laughs> so yeah stay tuned everyone we're going to have more podcasts coming from all our new sign-ins keep your eyes peeled it's going to be a cracking season for the blues thanks again Hayley Razzo thank you so much